Hey there, Strong Mom. Welcome to the Mom's New Strong Show, a show that inspires, educates, and motivates you to ditch the weight loss and fitness drama and create a fit and healthy lifestyle that you love, all centered around down-to-earth and practical solutions that will leave you feeling inspired and ready to take action. I'm your host, Jessica May, fitness and nutrition coach, hot mess mama too, a recovering perfectionist, and a lover of all things sprinkles and Mexican food. I'm also a woman on a mission to help you strengthen your body and mind so that you can be the best version of yourself. Ready to unleash your inner and outer strong mom? Let's get started. Hey, Shang Mom, welcome back to another episode. And today's episode is going to be a little different. I'm going to be calling this episode, actually, I don't know exactly what I'm going to be calling it, but it's going to be a little heart-to-heart talk. And it's going to be something a little different than what I normally do as far as having everything all planned out and all my notes. And we're specifically talking about something that has to do with fitness and nutrition. But I want to really have just a really honest conversation with you today. Um, really share with you some things that have been going on with me, some things that I think are relatable in the sense that, you know, it's something that a lot of us struggle with, but nobody really wants to talk about these kinds of things. And how does this relate to weight loss and your fitness journey? Well, you know, your thoughts and how you feel about yourself and how you view yourself in the world Well, that translates into the actions that you take. And we all know in order to get the results that we want when it comes to weight loss, when it comes to our health, it takes action. But, you know, a lot of us get stuck, right? You know what to do. I know, you know, deep down, you know what to do, right? You know those actions that you need to take, but you're stuck. There's something that's holding you back and you keep coming back to this place and you keep taking this inspired action or even action that is strictly, you know, just pure willpower and pushing through and you have a breaking point and you keep finding you're doing this cycle, you know, you'll do good and then you like sabotage it, right? Um, And we could probably relate this into a lot of things in our life, not just with our fitness and our health, but even relationships with other people, other goals that we have in our life that are are, that are going to ultimately help us up level. And it's something we really, really want. But we hold ourselves back a lot of the times. And I really, truly feel that this all stems back to how we see ourselves, how we see the world, the thoughts that we're having. And, you know, I've. I'll be I'll be completely honest that I am I struggle um I struggle with even my fitness and health sometimes you know sometimes I have these moods where I'm just like screw it like I just don't really I don't want to track macros or I don't want to eat healthy every like you know every day or maybe I want to skip some workouts and you know it's ultimately that happens when there's something going on with me mentally that i'm struggling with um because it's really hard to take care of yourself you know when it comes to fitness and health when you're not feeling good about yourself or you're beating yourself up and i know i always talk about positivity and i always talk about you know a lot of mindset things in general but i struggle and the reason i know so much about these things and i have studied them so much is because i have a history of struggling mentally uh, i was depressed for 10 years i you know i've used in the past i've used alcohol as buffering i've used a lot of different things as buffering i've used self harm as buffering um, there's a lot of things that i mentally struggle with and so for 
those of you that maybe not have known my past or know me in the past, you see me and you're like, oh, she's just always so positive. She's got her shit together. And that's not always the case. And um, I do. I always I do have moments of weakness. I think we all do. And I struggle with that because I do have a perfectionist mindset where I do expect a lot of myself and you probably do too. And so we beat ourselves up when we're not consistent, when we're not perfect every day. And, you know, realizing that it's those thoughts that we have about ourselves that are actually ultimately keeping us from doing better. And this has been a pattern in my life. My thoughts, you know, have been something that have kept me from doing a lot of things or or accomplishing things that I've wanted to do or have kept me in a place of self-sabotage. There's a lot of things that I have self-sabotages, self-sabotage from relationships to all kinds of goals that I've I've wanted for myself, um, even throughout my fitness journey too. Um, I think that for me, people looking at me, and I do stay pretty consistent with health and fitness, But sometimes I use that as a buffer. And I'll be completely honest, like my fitness, you know, I'm not obsessed with fitness, but I do use it as an escape sometime when there's other things in my life that I don't want to deal with. And so I will use fitness and I'll use workouts. And, you know, that's it's, you know, a good thing, right, to have that to de-stress. And we say that a lot, like, oh, fitness is a a great way to de-stress. And it is. But when you start realizing that it's um, keeping you from you know, confronting other things in your life that you need to deal with. And, and sometimes I do that. I'll be completely honest. I use it like that. And, um, you know, so today I'll be honest, this doesn't really have a rhyme or a reason exactly, but I just want to kind of share how I've been feeling and then really tie this into some, you know, some self, I don't want to say self-help, but some self-discovery things that I have realized and, you know, it's a book that I'm reading right now. I want to share some things with that, uh, with from that book with you guys because it's really helping me to understand myself and understand this the theme that I have had throughout my life. And that theme that I've I've had is this thought of what is wrong with me. And that thought has transcended into different ways throughout my life. When I was younger, it was, you know, what is wrong with you? Why are you different? You don't fit in. I used to call myself the black sheep of the family. Um, I would feel really awkward a lot and really worry about how people would see me. And I would just see myself as this awkward person, even around my, my friends. And, you know, even though I would have like these moments of happiness where I would kind of forget who I was quote unquote, for a minute. And, and then I realized like, oh, I'm happy. Wait, no, something's going to happen because I'm flawed. And then I, the self-doubt will come in and the anxiety would set in and, you know, have these thoughts of like, what if they don't like me, you know, or they think I'm weird. And then I'd be like, well, what's wrong with you? Why are you acting like this? Because everything's good. Like it was always this constant, these constant thoughts in my head of like self-doubt. And, um, you know, now I'm not so much like that, you know, now, but it has transcended through my adult life in different ways. Not, you know, not saying like exactly what is wrong with you in that sense, like I did when I was younger, but now it's always like, well, what's wrong with my body? Why am I struggling with so many ups and downs mentally and physically? Why is my period off? Why am I having PMS? Like, why are your moods shifting? Like, why do I feel depressed today? Like, it's always like, what's wrong with me, right? And I really started realizing like, oh, wow, like I'm still doing that. And that's a lot of why I am so... um I really like self-help and I really like fitness and I really like nutrition 
And I started realizing, and I have realized, but it's just like really thinking about it now too, how that has really just fallen into that theme of like, once again, what's wrong with me? I'm trying to fix me. There's something about me fundamentally that's flawed and I have to fix it. And I don't know if you can relate to this, you know, but I I feel like a lot of you can be just because also as being a woman, you know, there's always like, we're never good enough, right? Like there's always something that's not good enough, something that has to be fixed, something that has to be um, fixed up. And, you know, wherever that stems from is probably has a lot to do with just some bullshit, you know, childhood crap (laughs) that got programmed in us and then with society and everything. But it can be really hard to to always feel like that. So I know um, you're probably like, okay, where's this going, Jessica? I promise this is going to lead to somewhere. And I promise this episode is not just me all spilling my bullshit on you. <laughs> I promise there's a reason why I'm sharing this. Ultimately, I'm sharing this with you because I really hope that, you know, um, hopes that I'm you're realizing something, right? Like, because of my realizations that I'm having that I'm sharing with you. And there's something that I really had a huge aha moment about. And it came through reading this book. And this book is called The Untethered Soul by where Oh, actually, I have it on Audible. That's why I'm like, who is it by? Um, uh, Yes, the author is Michael A. Singer. Um, so I actually really enjoying this book on Audible that I'm probably going to have to buy it. That's just like a trend that I do. I'll buy books on audio. And then if I really love them, I'll buy them in paper because I'm just the type of person I like to feel things and I like to make notes and I like to highlight. And yes, I'm a nerd. Like I truly am a nerd at heart, guys. I, <laughs> I love like learning and reading and doing all that. So um, anyway, so I to kind of tie this all in, I wanted to share something, a story that he puts in the book and he explains it like this. I'm going to be honest. I'm not the best storyteller. My husband's a way better storyteller than me. (laughs) So I will try to do my best, but he uses this story in a way to um, be an analogy for how, or a metaphor for how we live our own life or how, how our thoughts and how we view life. And it was just like really took me, um, like big aha moment. So anyways, the story is, um, there's a dog, right? And we all know that, you know, when you have a dog, you can buy these shock collars, right? So imagine there's this dog and you put a shock collar in it, right? And the way that that works is you set lines and you set boundaries, right? Inside your yard where you don't want the dog to go. You can't see this fence. It's invisible, Right. And the dog doesn't know this, but as soon as we, we let the dog go, it doesn't take the dog very long, right, that it gets to that border and it gets shocked. And at first the dog's hurt and it's in pain and it's like, what's going on? And it's and it's kind of stunned and it's lost. Like, why is this happening? But over time of consistently trying to, you know, go past that barrier, right, um, the dog realizes that I can't go past that barrier. If I, if, if I get close to it, I'm in pain and I don't want to be in pain. So I need to stay away from that. And so even though there's not a fence in this yard, this dog stays in this yard. It's confined to this yard. It's confined to this space, right? Even though there's no fence there. And really, if you think about it, if this dog was just to walk through, eventually the pain would be gone, right? It's just that one line right there. But because it feels the pain at all, it just stops and it doesn't move forward and it lets that pain keep it and confined within those barriers. Um, But even if it would to 
bust through that pain, right, momentarily, because it's not going to kill it, right? The shock is not going to kill the dog. If it's to bust through that pain, then it would be in true freedom, right? It'd be able to run wherever and go wherever it wanted and wouldn't be confined to the backyard. And so, you know, Michael Singer in this book, he gives that that story and then he says, you know, this is this these are the things that we do to ourselves. We confine ourselves in these comfort zone, right? And and it's these thoughts, you know, we let those thoughts become like that shock collar because it's those thoughts, it's it's our mind that we think that that's our reality. And we all hear all these quotes about like, you know, your thoughts are your reality and and all this and it's like I've heard all these things and <laughs> trust me guys, I've done a lot of self-help but it just never clicked that I am not my thoughts. I think I always associated like me having those thoughts that that's who I am. And now, and that's what that whole book is about is you real is realizing the limitations that our thoughts put us in and the boundaries and the comfort zones. It's like, it's trying to keep us safe, but really it's confining us. It's, It's keeping us in our own thought backyard, right? Like in this space. And that's our reality when really there's this whole huge world out there that is so much bigger than the confinement of that, that little comforting backyard that we, we have in our head and our, our thoughts and our mind keep us in. And so when I started having that realization and the book's really cool, like I recommend it, um, there's, he talks about ways to start disassociating your thoughts with who you really are and like breaking past that. And I started making me realize, like looking back about the way I think and that all these thoughts that I have really, right? Cause all those, those things about how I felt like that, like I said, like I shared with you that whole theme of life, like what's wrong with me, all of that was because of thoughts that I've had. Like my mind is always like, it's like sabotaging us, right? Sabotage, my mind, mind is sabotaging me because anytime I try to break through that, that invisible barrier, right? I get shocked by these thoughts that are keeping me confined in there because it's like, you know, well, what would happen if you do this? Or what would happen if you do that? And it's like the fear of the unknown when that unknown is, is like this great big beautiful world out there right that I am not allowing myself to be a part of or I'm not allowing myself to enjoy right like how many times have we we confined ourselves to our comfort zones and our thoughts and and we know we deep down know that if we were to break through that on the other side of that would be you know more happiness it would be like you truly being happy with your life and you having better health and you having better you know everything else that's outside of those comfort zones right um but we limit ourselves because of our thinking and and ultimately it's like our brain or our thoughts right are not really who we are. It's just think about it like this. This is another thing that he explains. And I was like, oh, wow, that makes like so much sense. Like, think of your brain as like a machine, right? And it's like, we're, we're allowing our brain to, to control who we are because of these, these thoughts that come up. And we hold on to these thoughts and we think that they're true. And the reality of it is that it's, it's, it's not true, right? You're creating that own reality, but really it's, it's doesn't have to be that way. But it's, we choose to believe and accept those thoughts as reality when it's really not. And, and so that has been a huge like aha for me in so many ways. Like even looking back and like the the things that I've kept myself from like moving past because I have allowed my the thoughts to make 
to for me to think that I was my mind or to me to think that I was my thoughts um, for so long, like even looking back before I was into fitness, um, I did not play sports growing up. I was not athletic at all. Like I was, I, guys, I'm telling you, I'm a nerd. <laughs> like that's what, it, that's, I've always been drawn to like academics and to learning and that stuff came natural. That came easy to me. So that was my comfort zone. Um, and so when I turned 21 and my mom bought me my first gym membership, yes, my mom forced me to go to the gym at 21. Um, uh, it was like, it was so hard for me. Like my mind, my, my mind sat, tried to sabotage that so much because it's like, this is not who you are. This is not your identity. You are not somebody that is athletic. You are not somebody that like played sports and, and you know, you're not a jock. You're not this, you're not that. And so I struggled with that and it was truly transformational whenever I finally allowed myself to like get into fitness and get into health, um, it was like, whoa, like all those, me being depressed for all those years, that was not who I was. Like I was not, I thought that's who I was, right? Um, my thoughts made me believe that's who I was, even though it was painful and I was in pain all the time, right? Because I'm, I'm de- I was depressed. It, it was like, it was still a comfort like, right? It was so weird. It's like, it was still a comfort. So anything outside of that, that it could even make me feel better and be better was like danger, right? Because it's the risk of the unknown. And so my own mind was keeping me stuck in depression because it was like, well, I this is your comfort right now, right? And so, um, you know, when I started to embrace fitness because it started to change my life, it started to actually make me feel better because <laughs> studies show, you know, exercise can help with depression, right? Um when I started doing that and I started taking care of my body, well, guess what? And I started trying to take care of my mind better. Like it just transcended to all these things that I was just trying to do better in my life. I really feel like the way we do one thing is the way we do a lot of things. And what happened, what ultimately happened is I had an identity shift. It was like a crack in who, um, and into my ego of who I thought I was. And it really made me reevaluate like, Ooh, wait, this is not who I am and that's not who I want to be. And so I have changed my identity now to be somebody that is fit and to somebody that is healthy and somebody that likes that as opposed to somebody that was completely turned off by all that. And like, there's no way I'm going to be physical. <laughs> like, I'm not athletic. I'm not this. I'm not that. Now I'm like, you know, so many years later, now I'm doing like CrossFit competitions. So um, I want you guys ultimately what this whole point I think I'm trying to make is that our thoughts, like how you think about who you are right now is probably sabotaging the person that you want to be. And realizing, and I hope you realize and had some aha moments in the point that like, you're not your mind. Like you have all these thoughts, you have all these thoughts, but it, it's, it's, it can be simple. It can as be as simple as a choice. It can be as simple as choosing, I want to be happy. It can be as simple as choosing, I want to be fit. It's as simple as choosing anything you want to be. And it can be that simple, but then the mind comes in and the thoughts come in. Well, I can't because of this, or now's not a good time because of that, or you know, X, Y, Z, fill in the blank. There's always something just like he uses an example in the book about happiness. Like, and I thought it was beautiful that it's like, you know, do you want to be happy? Right. Asking yourself, do you want to be happy? And you're like, yeah, but right. How many times have you been like, oh, I want to get fit 
all right? Or I want to lose weight. Yeah, but. We always have that but. No, no, no. There's no buts. It's just, it is. Just let it be. It can be that simple to just let it be. That is. And to make that choice and to move forward. But it's all those damn thoughts and everything that's clouding your mind that come up that's actually keeping you stuck and keeping you overwhelmed and keeping you frustrated. And it's, it's can be simple. It really, and, and I really believe like a lot of like um, things in life are figure outable. This is, I don't know if you know who Marie Folio is like, um, she's really big, like she does self-help and stuff too. And she also is like a business mentor and um, she has like her own like show online and everything. But anyways, she has a book and it's called Everything is Figure Outable. And it's like oh, talking about how anything in life you can figure out and you can do. And it's like, um, I, f- I truly believe like there's a lot of things in life looking back that I've learned and like self-taught myself to do. And then I start realizing like, what? Like, this is easy. Like anybody can figure this out. And, and that's really the truth of, I believe anything in life is it's figure outable. Um, especially when it comes to fitness and health, we overcomplicate the hell out of fitness and health. Like, um, even think about like the weight loss industry, right? Like how many diets are there? How many different ways are there to lose weight? Can they all work? Sure, they can all work. A lot of them work on the same premises as you cut calories. You take out junk food. Once again, cutting calories, right? A lot of these things are all the same, but how many times like, oh, this is something new, right? This is something that's going to be easy. I think in our head, we play these games with ourselves like, you know, oh, maybe this will be the answer, right? Or oh, maybe this will be the answer. Let me try this because this didn't work. And it's not that any of those things are wrong or like something didn't work. It's like, it's all the thoughts and the things and all the things that came up when you did that thing that was like, no, this can't work. (laughs) Or, you know, we self-sabotage ourselves. That's why I'm like, oh my gosh, with fitness and diet, like, um, do what you like, do what you love. Like, what can you see yourself doing long-term? That's why I do macro counting. Am I to say that that's like the best thing ever and that, I mean, I think it is because I'm biased, right? But I understand that there is that woman out there that maybe keto is better for her and it works for her and for her goals or whatever. You know, there's, there's not one single right way to do a lot of things. And, um, it's really figuring out, okay, like this is what I think, like based on, you can only do so much research, right? You can only do so much and you got, there has to be that leap of faith in that point where you just decide to do and do. And it's all the thoughts and all the things that, you know, buts, buts, but this, but that, you know, that's really keeping you. And if you really like sit there and think about, and I think this is something I'm going to do too, because even though I don't really struggle with the fitness or that aspect, like I've worked through that over the years of this kind of mindset stuff. It's like, there's other goals that I have in my life that I'm like, okay, I can totally like translate this into. And I think when I have these, these limiting thoughts, right, these thoughts that are keeping me in that thought backyard, right, like that dog, um, and confined in that space of my comfort zone is I'm going to say it out loud. And I'm be like, so I can hear how stupid it sounds because <laughs> it's like there's all the, how many thoughts do you have in your head? Like we have thoughts all the time, right? A lot of them are probably pretty damn stupid. Like if you were to say it out loud and actually hear what it sounds like out loud, you're probably like, wow, like why would I think that? And so but we think that in our head and then we translate that into like that's reality. That's just the way it is. Like there's no way around it. And so when you can say it out loud and then you can ask yourself, is this true? Like really, is this true? Um, 
you can kind of break through to see like, oh, well, it's just a bunch of bullshit. Like I'm just, my mind is playing games with me and it's just this bullshit cycle, right? So what I want to kind of leave you in with, because we're kind of getting close to like the 30 minute mark and that's about the time I start to ramble, (laughs) is, you know, for one, I really would suggest getting this book. If you don't ever do Audible, you can sign up and I believe the first book is free or you can try it for 30 days and so the way it works is like you pay a small fee like a monthly membership and then every week I mean every month you get a credit and you can get a new book well anyways like it's the first month free you get like your first credit your first book free get this book download it the untethered soul uh if you're not somebody that's big into hearing people read um then I would actually buy the book but anyways that you know and start to like think about how your mind has been sabotaging you and being okay like some of these thoughts like it's painful like so this is this is actually where I want to leave this off so when I talked about the whole story with the dog shot collar right and I talked about how if that dog was to just endure that pain a little bit, it could break through that invisible boundary and then it would be free. But because the dog doesn't want to endure the pain, it steps away from that line, right? That's giving it the shock, that boundary, and then it never can break free. And the same thing happens with us and our thoughts. There's so many times like when we're trying to make a change and we're trying to, once again, kind of like changing our identity. If you're trying to get fit, you're trying to do things that are outside your comfort zone. Anything outside your comfort zone you get discomfort, right? It doesn't feel good. It's not something that comes natural. It's not something that comes easy. That's why it's called comfort. That's why it's called stepping outside of your comfort zone. That's why we say growth doesn't happen in comfort zones. There's all these sayings, right? And it's that pain. If we were to just endure it and be okay with it and let it be, then we can break through into that freedom, right? Of actually like pushing through and getting past. But we allow all those thoughts to shock us back, you know, to shock us back into our comfort zone, into our comfort zone backyard, right? And and that keeps us there. Um, so that's really what I want to leave you with is for you to think about how much are you allowing, right? Are you allowing those thoughts to shock you back into your comfort zone and to keep you stuck and to really evaluate like how much is the pain we see we always this is another saying you hear like um you will not change unless the uh discomfort of where you're at is is stronger than the discomfort of what it takes to change and that is so true for so many people it's like we have to that's why you a lot of people don't change their lives until they hit rock bottom because then that discomfort, that pain is actually worse, right? Than the change, the pain of change, the pain of stepping out of comfort zones. But you don't have to allow it to get to that point. We just have to allow the the discomfort of change to be and to let it just to to just be okay with it and just to break through with it. Because you know, like if you were to do that, that's freedom is is what's on the other side. But once again, coming back to our thoughts and we don't allow ourselves to feel the discomfort long enough to break through and we try to soothe ourselves, our ego does, our mind does with all these thoughts and all these excuses and all these reasons to go back into our comfort zone. So 
anyways, I hope you guys found this really helpful. I know this is kind of really different than my other podcast episodes. So if you're listening and you really enjoy this podcast and you want me to do more of these, maybe I'll start calling like hard, hard talks or just being more open and real about, you know, things in my life and kind of like mindset and life in general, because I really do feel like this really ties into fitness and health because once again, how we feel about ourselves is how we're going to treat ourselves, right? And that starts with our thoughts and our mindset. Then let me know, find me on, you can either leave a review on here and let me know that you like this particular episode, or you can find me on my uh, Instagram, Mom is a New Strong, or you can find me on Facebook, Jessica Nicole May, or even inside my Facebook group that's always linked into the show notes. And let me know that you like this episode in particular so that I know, you know, to do more of it because, you know, I enjoyed this episode, but ultimately this podcast is for you. So I want to keep doing more of what helps you and what works for you. But I'm going to leave you guys with that. But for now, go out there and be the strong mom that you know you are. And I will see you in the next episode. Bye for now, guys. Hey, wait, before you go, I have something awesome I want to share with you. A lot of coaches would make you pay money for this because it's everything you need to get started with macro counting, but I'm giving it away for free. It's my custom macros training. And I did this honestly because I'm just tired of women giving up on macro counting because they got some shitty numbers that were not right for where their metabolism or their goals are right now. And not only is this a one hour deep dive training on how to do your own custom macros, I also talk about the number one mistake women make when trying to lose weight and get toned that is sabotaging their goals, even though they think it's helping them. It also includes how to figure out if your metabolism is slow and what to do about it, no matter what your age is, and the following bonuses of access to my macros calculator spreadsheet and access to my macro counting kickstart guide, which includes my macros for moms method. All of this is free when you join my Facebook group, Macros for Moms, which is in the show notes. Once you hop in there, you can check out the announcement post for more details on how you can get access to the replay of this training.